Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Ready, Set, Sold is a real estate program designed to give you information on the 12 steps of getting your home sold for top dollar and fast in the St. Louis Metro East market. So thank you so much for joining us. We do, we do appreciate it. Give you a little background of how this all got started. This is actually our fourth week that we've been doing this. Oh my gosh, it's almost, it's been a month. And what we're doing here is we're giving information that you can use from a book I wrote, a number one best-selling book called Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Sell Your House Fast and for Top Dollar in the St. Louis Metro East Market. The reasons why I wrote the book was really comes down to three. And, and, and the first one was there's so much confusion out there for home sellers from watching the TV shows in the East Coast and West Coast. And it just isn't... Quite frankly, it's not in the heartland. It's not here in the St. Louis Metro East area, and the the, the markets are, are totally different. And that information just confuses so many people, so many sellers. The second reason for it is what we said before is is the confusion. I wanted to have something that was easy to read, that was was uh, not theory, not conjecture, but twelve proven steps. Because most sellers really do want to do the right thing. They really want to get their house on the market, do the right things to get the get top dollar for it and to have a, a fast sale. So that was the second reason. And the third reason really comes down to this. It's it's your biggest events, uh, investment. I mean, it just is. I mean, for most people, I guess there are a few exceptions, but again, we're dealing with, in most cases, 100,000, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you want to make sure that you're making the right decisions, that you're doing the right things, and make sure that you have the information that's going to get you what you want to, want to accomplish. So those are the reasons why I, I wrote the book. Here's the great news. I'm offering it for free. Go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and pick up the book. It's absolutely free if you're just thinking about selling your home. Maybe you had a 30-second conversation this morning over breakfast, and one of the spouses mentioned that, hey, maybe maybe it's time to move. Maybe you're two or three years out. That's okay. Maybe you're currently on the market right now, and you're not having success that you thought you was going to have. Get the book. You don't have to use me. There's no strings attached to it. It has valuable, easy-to-read information and proven steps that's going to get your household. So with that, I also give you a little bio about me. I have been a professional realtor slash broker for over 16 years. I run a team of agents that combined with my 16 years that we have well over 30 years of experience in the real estate market. We work right now currently in the Metro East market in the O'Fallon, Shiloh, Swansea, Glencarbon, Edwardsville, Columbia, Waterloo markets. And we're always looking 
just to put a plug out there, we are a fast-growing team that we're always looking for other agents or people that have just a, a passion for real estate like we do that want to uh, to get involved with our team. So you can go to brianvogt.com. That's B-R-Y-A-N-V-O-G-T.com. And send us a quick email. We'd love to hear from you. And let's at least have a conversation. With that being said, I have lived in the Metro East all my life. For the past 20 years, I've lived in Shiloh, Illinois, which I, I love. And I also noticed this week that the temperature has risen dramatically. Well, welcome to the St. Louis Metro East market. I bring that up because the market also is improving in the, in, in the cities I mentioned, Waterloo, Columbia, Belvelles, Edwardsville, Glen Carbon. The market is still going very, very strong. So that's fantastic news. And I also bring that up is because it is hot out there. If you're not having success, the success that you thought that you should be having, and the answer that your agent is giving is because it's too hot, hopefully you're not getting that answer. But if it's, that's what they're saying. Look, from May 15th to about September 15th, it's hot in the St. Louis Metro East market. So you got a long time to wait if that's actually the reason. You might want to might want to dig a little bit deeper. What's going on? Also, remember, right back where you got air conditioning in the cars, and you're walking. The buyers are walking 30, 40 feet to the house, which is air conditioned. So, again, there might be something else going on. So you might want to ask a, a little bit more deeper about what what maybe you need to do. If not, you can also pick up the book, give it to your realtor, and say, "Hey, look, this is where the problem's at." So, with that, what we're going to recap a little bit from last week and what we talked about is what you should be doing to get your house updated and it comes down to really three things the first thing would be kitchens and bathrooms making sure that they're updated the second thing is painting very important and the third thing is the flooring and again understanding all those three things have to be together having one or only having two can still have, still not get you the results that you're hoping for, and that is to get top dollar and a fast sale. With that in mind, what we're going to be talking about today is actually what some people think is maybe the best topic, and that is updating the right things makes you thousands, updating the wrong things costs you thousands, and nothing could be truer than that, and that's step four in the book. And here's the thing that really comes to play far too often, and that is, the number one thing or maybe the number one rule that as sellers you need to know is concentrate on making your updates and your improvements on your pre-existing living space do not do not add more living space that is not direction you want to go and what i'm talking specifically right now about is basements typically there's three reasons why people even consider doing or refinishing a basement before they leave number one it doesn't happen very often, but the agent says it's a good idea. If you have an agent that tells you that, you need to fire that agent and get another agent. That is not the direction you want to go. Number two, and traditionally it's the man that wanted that man cave that they always always strive for but but didn't, but never never got around to putting in. This is not the time to start putting again monies into a basement. 
work on that on your next house that you're buying. Don't go that direction. But the main reason, the number one reason that people usually do this, and it's very simply, they're neighbors. Their neighbors have finished basements, and so they don't have a finished basement, so they need to run out and put in thirty, forty, maybe even $50,000 into their house to match what everyone else is doing. Wrong. Wrong. Okay? Understand this. A couple things you need to know. Number one, return on investment. And on the lower level, the appraisals work the same way with this. You don't get as enough, uh, much credit. There's also return investment. It's not a, it's not a one for one. Usually you're looking at maybe a third. So if you put $30,000 into a basement, you may get $10,000 back. That's a $20,000 loss. And we have seen it more than a few times where the sellers have gone out on their own, put thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars in to lose forty, forty-five thousand dollars on the market. I mean, this is serious money. So don't go in that direction. That is not the direction that you want to go. Again, instead, start looking, talking to your agent and understanding that, you know what? It doesn't mean that you have to drop your price maybe that much. Every situation is different. Again, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. You may have to make an adjustment of what you don't have, but the answer is not to go out and get another uh, 2,000 square foot of living space. The second part that I want to talk about, too, is this hardwood floors. Don't get hardwood floors. If your agent tells you to get hardwood floors, buy that agent. They don't know what they're talking about. Again, East Coast, West Coast, when people are making five, dollars $7,000 a month payments, usually hardwood floors, the only thing it does is it speeds up the sale. But again, you have, give you a perfect example, you have $10,000. You have $10,000 for hardwood floors, but your payments are only two or $3,000. Well, that's your total payments. Well, guess what? You have a $7,000 loss. Yeah, you got, you got the house sold, but it doesn't have the return on investment. So that's very important. The third thing we're going to talk about is going to be the kitchens. And we have some special guests that's going to be joining us on the next segment that you don't want to miss. And they are specialists in kitchens and bathrooms. So you're listening to Ready, Set, Soul. I'm Brian Boat. See you in a second. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Sold. I am your host, Brian Vogt. Just so you know, what we're talking about today is updating the right things makes you thousands and updating the wrong things costs you thousands. Well, now we're going to be talking about the kitchens and bathrooms. And again, what improvements that you need to do and what you maybe don't need to do. And one of the things that comes to mind quite often is it could be simple as doing these neutral colors, neutral colors, that's fine. But it's never a bad idea to bring professionals in. I mean, people that you can know, like, and trust, they're going to do a good job. They're going to steer you the right way. It actually makes the whole process much, much easier. Uh, being in real estate, being able to bring in somebody that, that, that has that type of not only skill, 
but understanding of what you're trying to do when you're trying to sell your house can be extremely, extremely important and valuable. And so on the line right now, on the phone, I've got Jeremy Thompson of Integrity Renovation and Construction. He has been doing this forever. Uh, he's got 20 years plus of a carpentry. I mean, there's not too many things that, uh, that, that, that Jeremy can't do. He has his companies in Colombia. Also on the phone, I have Marla Vogt, and she is no relation. Or she is no early relation, meaning we're not we're not cousins, whatever. We might be, you know, seventeen removed or whatever. But Marla Vote also has a company, and that is well, Marla, why don't you just tell me what it is instead of me trying to read it badly? It's Above and Beyond Design by Marla. Right, Columbia, Illinois. They're located in Columbia, Illinois, and uh, Marla again. I mean, she basically. I, I got to talk to her uh, yesterday, actually. And we were talking about she's she's born into this. I mean, her her dad was in construction, and she's been doing this probably for close to two decades of some level or another as far as design and helping people getting what they need to do, not only in the sale of their home, and both these people work also, but look, if you want to just enjoy your home right now and design your home right now, so that's a great thing too. So they have dual purposes. They can help you when you're looking to move, and get your house on the market, but they can also help you that, hey, you're going to be staying here for a while, and there's nothing wrong with that, and so they're great people to know, great people to contact. With that being said, Marla, you had a great story, and we talked about it off the air yesterday, but I think it kind of sums up how important kitchens are, and even we talked about countertops, and and, and if you could maybe relay that story that uh, that you told me. Sure. Uh, they really are. And I know with uh, the virtual tours that you, you put on uh, the computer now and, and everybody looks at that first, uh, probably before even going to look at a house to say, hey, if I'm even interested in this. And a lot of times just by the looks and colors have a lot to do with it. And if they see, oh, look at that blue countertop, I, I, don't, I don't even want to go look at that house. And uh, so that was what was happening in a home uh, here in Columbia, and it was a it was a beautiful home, uh, very uh, in a very nice subdivision. And you know, at the time, blue countertops were were great, fine, maybe the choice then, but uh, it was causing people to not even consider the home. And uh, so I went in and suggested a, a low priced granite. Uh, Venetian gold. It's a it's a very nice neutral. Um, they didn't want to spend a lot, obviously, because they they were sort of frustrated about putting money into the home and uh, and not living there and having to do this just to sell the home. And they they weren't sure it was the right decision. And so uh, they they went ahead and did it. And uh, after one day, one day after the countertops were in and they showed the home, it was sold. And uh, and they were they were ecstatic then, <laughs> even though he was disappointed in the beginning, thinking, oh, I don't want to spend this. And it was, you know, say five thousand dollars, five thousand dollars to replace the countertops. He was uh, he was uh, pretty happy at the end for sure. Well, and, and I love that story because it, it hits on so many elements that we're talking about today. And that is that, look, updates, you have to make the right updates. And again, it, 
look, maybe your house isn't needing that type of upgrade as far as those type of countertops, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't have some need for an update, an upgrade. We don't want to overdo it. We don't have to have granite countertops in a $150,000 home, but when it needs it, it needs it. And, and it can have that dramatic of effect. And so, yes, you have $5,000, but there's also the cost of having your house on the market. And that could be 2000 Hiring homes, it could be $3,000 a month, the true cost of interest payments, of taxes, of utilities, of insurance. All those things add up. So I love that story, and I love the, I love the fact is that you talked about the neutral. So you still have that understanding of making things neutral, but you can still make things work. And I love that because that's the kind of professionals that you want to work with. When you call someone in, they have to have a grasp of what is going on, understanding the situation, just as with your realtor should, but you as a seller. And so I love that model, the story that you told there, because it shows not only the expertise that you have, not only the skills that you have, but the understanding of how it can work. Doesn't mean that you put new countertops in, that you're going to have that for the day. Okay, we're not guaranteeing that, but you'd be surprised how many times that that, that does happen. So I love that. One other story here, why I have you too, is, is about coloring. You talked to one about, uh, about people picking out colors, especially in kitchens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I do paint consulting a lot, and uh, and one of the tips that I tell people if they're if they're all you know looking to to repaint or do something, and they say, oh, I like yellows, or and and I use that for an example. I don't think people use yellow as much as they were because grays are so hot right now. But I would say that what I was explaining is yellow. If yellow is something you want to consider, it needs to be on the the sample it needs to look almost just like the color of butter so so lightly so pale yellow because when yellow gets on the wall you just a touch of yellow is so vibrant and so it it does it ends up if you if you think oh this is a really pretty yellow paint here it's going to end up looking like a school bus on your wall <laughs> and so and that is a big no no and you're going to walk in there or your buyer uh is going to go oh my gosh i maybe can't even see past these bright yellow awful walls and uh and as far as the grays uh my tip on that is to Look for a gray that really is more in the grayish. I say grayish family, beige gray, um, because grays also pull purple and they pull blue. And so, something that you think is is a nice gray on that sample can can really be pretty shocking. And you can feel like, oh no, I've messed up, and now I've painted this entire room that looks very blue instead of gray. So um, sure, no, I love that story too. I tell you, this segment we're running a little bit, uh, uh, we're running out of time here. We're going to be talking to Jeremy in the next segment. Also, he's got some great tips. We talk about bathrooms and some other things you can do. But I love that story again that you told because again, those colors can change, and we have seen that where someone thinks that they have a gray, and now they have an entire blue house, and that's not necessarily the direction that you want to take especially if it's a little bit darker gray as you said it can make it look purple and now all of a sudden you got to redo everything and that you know it gives another reason why bringing in a professional like you is so important to resist having to pay that additional money that you didn't have to pay getting it done right the first time with Absolutely. that yeah uh thanks much and with that i'm going to Say we will be back after short messages. You listen to Ready Set Soul with Brian Dub. But 
Welcome back to Ready, Set, Soul. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm here talking with Jeremy Thompson now. We just got to talk to Marla Vote, who is no relation, with, with her company. And now we're going to be talking to Integrity Renovation and Construction. And what I want to talk about Jeremy with, and again, we talked about this earlier off air, of of what you can do and and backsplashes is is really big and you mentioned something about telephone jacks and things of that nature i mean those little tips there maybe you can talk more about that yeah so a lot of times you know one of the easiest things obviously when you when you redo a countertop you know you need something to kind of accent that as well and marla is really good at picking out the tile and stuff like that i'm i'm just the hands behind the operation she's the she's the eye um, but you know, there's unnecessary things that sometimes back in the day they would put stuff. People thought they wanted a telephone hanging on the wall and stuff. Well, <clears throat> that kind of stuff really doesn't happen anymore with the smartphones and things like that. So a lot of times we try to eliminate some of the clutteredness that's on the wall in the back of a backsplash in a kitchen and they're, they're relatively easy to, to, to get rid of. So it just kind of declutters the wall behind the countertops. You know, something else, and I love that, too, because, again, we sometimes forget about technology. We forget about how things have changed, even on phone jacks and, and things of that nature. I think the other part, there's another story that you, you, you told me about, too, is is how simple that you can you can make a change. You mentioned a dining room, but there could be other rooms, maybe maybe bathrooms, and that's one of the things we talked about. We've seen Wayne's coating in bathrooms that can make a totally different look and, and, and relatively inexpensive but have a dramatic uh, effect. I mean, uh, you, Absolutely. go ahead. Yeah, so um, one of the things, me being one of my specialties is, is trim carpentry. I've been a trim carpenter for a long time, and you know, if you go on the internet, you can order Wayne's coating, and it can get relatively pricey because it's actually paneling that you're buying. Uh, one simple way to do things is to say you wanted a more elegant dining room. <clears throat> so you take some chair rail, uh, run that at like 36 inches high, and then you take some panel molding and you basically make up squares. So from the chair rail down to the baseboard, you paint that, you know, a white or a cream, and then from the chair rail up, you can, you know, pop it with some color. And if you want to take it a step further, you add some crown molding. Now you've just turned a plain room into something that when people walk into the house, because we're all, I mean, let's face it, we're, we're all visual creatures, right? So people can't see what's behind the walls, but they definitely can see what's in front of them. And you can drastically change somebody's opinion of a house. If they walked into a house, and said, nah, it's not for me. And then you walked them into the same house a month later, and you did all these little tricks with the trim work, they may buy the house. It's those little things that, that go a long way. Yeah. Um, touching again on the, uh, the kitchens and the backsplashes, what we do a lot too is houses that were built back in the day, you know, under cabinet lighting wasn't a big deal. Um, but now it's it really adds a lot to a kitchen. And so when you replace a counter and you decide to do the backsplash, we a lot of times recommend to do under cabinet lighting, and it's easy to do because you can cut a channel in the drywall, add the lighting, put the drywall strip back in, backsplash it, and you never know that it's there. And it's something that really makes the countertop pop, and it really makes the backsplash pop out as well. You know, Jeremy, I love that. I really do. That's a fantastic idea, Uh, and you were so right. 
I mean to tell you, when you have that lighting on in any kitchen, and whether you have it just on the countertops or sometimes they even take it up on top to the ceiling, either way, uh, it makes a dramatic, and lighting is so important. I love what Marla talked about, too, was the lighting aspects uh, become so important. How is this house going to be seen, some of these painting and things of that nature? And again, it goes back on to making the wrong mistake. Sometimes when you want to, to, to make improvements, the intentions are good, but you don't have the professionals like Marla and also with Jeremy, and it turns out that you're going to be redoing it and paying top dollar again for something that could have been taken care of the first time. So so that's why it's so important to to be relying on professionals such such as these. And and we're running we're running out of time on this segment, but I just want to mention again, this is Above and Beyond Designs by Marla. Uh, they're located in Columbia, Illinois. And Jerry Thompson, Integrity Re- Renovations and Construction, also located in Columbia. And they're like the dynamic duel, and that's even a better situation because, look, with one, you get the other. So you have, you have 20, 40 years of experience working for you. So by all means, check them out. Thanks so much, guys, for, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Okay. And our next segment we're going to be talking about is, what if you don't have the bathrooms? What if you don't have those bedrooms? What should you do? Oh, my. Should you go out and make new bedrooms and bathrooms? Well, let's talk about that. Be sure to listen to the next segment, and we'll answer those questions. You're listening to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. See you on the other side. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Solo. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Thanks so much for joining us this Saturday. We left you with the question of what about not having enough bathrooms? Uh, what if you don't think you have enough bedrooms? What should you do in those situations? Well, at the top of the hour when we started the show in the first segment, we talked about this situation of you don't want to ever improve or create new living space that you always want to focus on your current living space and bedrooms and bathrooms fall into that category again we talked about before the three reasons why usually this comes into play is number one your realtor might be suggesting you put another bathroom or bedroom in and we also said what we said with the hardwood floors we said with the basements you need to fire that realtor we're firing a lot of people today i get that Okay, but but that's not the direction you want to go. The second reason why people want to do it is they they fall themselves into lack that they don't have enough. Look, in most situations, okay, and there can be exceptions, of course, but most situations, if you lived in a house that had three bedrooms and one bathroom and you've been there for 10 years, well, it's worked out pretty well for you. So understanding that what you have is what you have. The third thing that comes into play, and and this maybe is the one that you have to be most careful of, that people make these 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 bathroom changes, these bedroom changes, with the idea they're going to make more money. That is rarely, if ever, true. Start thinking about this. First off, when just the point of adding a bedroom or bathroom, your house was built however long ago with the idea of whatever bedrooms and bathrooms it had to start with. So it's already set up to a two-bedroom, one-bath, or a three-bedroom, one-bath, or even a four-bedroom, two-bath, and you think you need to have three baths. 
Where are you going to put it? What are you going to sacrifice on the other side? Usually that's the basement. That might sound good, but again, most bathrooms, when you do them right, can run anywhere between, I don't know, we've seen between ten dollars and $15,000. Okay? Again, you don't get dower for dower, and most sellers understand that. Again, especially when you have one down in the basement we talked about earlier about, you might be talking a third. So you might be spending $15,000 and a net return of $3,000. That's a $12,000 loss, and it happens. doesn't matter whether it's in the basement, whether it's in the upstairs, wherever you're trying to put that bathroom. That is not the direction that you want to go because you're going to lose money. It's almost, I won't say guaranteed, but it's, it's so, so risky. Same thing with bedrooms. Quite frankly, after three bedrooms, it becomes four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, look, three bedrooms is a pretty typical amount. I don't know. I think the studies show that the average family is 3.7 people. I don't know what that 0.7 person looks like, if they don't have any feet, if they don't have any legs. I don't know. But anyway, the idea, I think you get the point behind it is. So having three bedrooms is a very, very nice thing to have. But if you have two bedrooms... Can it work? Look, we have sold houses to to buyers that have a family of four. You know, maybe the children are smaller. Maybe they're the same sex, and so it's not that big of a deal. So you have two boys. You have two girls. Uh, We've had situations where, again, maybe you have a three-month-old, and maybe you have a two-year-old, three-year-old. If you're a parent or you're going to be a parent, I can tell you right now, I haven't been, been a parent or currently a parent, hey, having that extra child there to make sure that the littlest one goes to sleep is not a bad idea. So that can be a win-win situation. So now we talked about the fact is that you don't have it. Now, understanding when you bought the house and you don't need to go back maybe a little bit, there's probably there was an adjustment made on the price of you bought this home for. I'm not talking a major adjustment, but there probably was a slight adjustment. First, that's the first place you want to look at and saying, okay, look, yeah, I understand I only have three bedrooms, two baths, and others have four bedrooms and three baths, or whatever that combination is. There should be probably going to be a slight difference in pricing, but not should be in most cases, and there's exceptions to every rule, but shouldn't be a gigantic reduction. The other part that you can do, and especially if you have a two-bedroom, one-bath, and this is, this is actually our three-bedroom, one-bath house, what you should be doing is, again, making your current living space better. And so instead of rushing out trying to spend $15,000 or 10000 or whatever, trying to put a new bathroom in, or five or $6,000, $7,000 trying to put another bedroom in, what, you would, what sellers have had fantastic success in is, is going in and making that one bathroom, I mean, the bathroom. I mean, spending a couple of thousand hours and putting ceramic tile in and maybe a pedestal sink and making the coloring and maybe doing some backsplash and making sure that maybe there's some ceramic where the, where, where the shower's at. Make that thing pop, okay? That is going to do much, much more better way of getting return on investment and getting your house sold fast than, than, than trying to even think about putting another bathroom in. Same thing with bedrooms. If you don't have the bedrooms, you also have the option of the kitchen. Upgrade a little bit more on the kitchen. Again, making sure that maybe you have a backsplash. Look at the flooring situation, making sure that the flooring is really... Um, again, it could be ceramic towel. Maybe it's a wood veneer. But make it extra special. Again, be willing to spend a couple of thousand dollars, 
but your return on investment of getting that back is having a fast sale is going to more than most times pay off for that, for that time and also that effort to go into. So as we said before is, is do not, do not go into the idea of improving. Now I haven't even talked about uh, improving, you know, adding more living space, just work on improving what you have. I haven't talked about it and hopefully people just don't. I don't think I have actually heard too many people ever doing it, but if you're thinking about adding an extra room onto your house uh, to sell it, uh, that's just a, no, that's a non, that's a non-starter. Uh, there's so many different reasons for that. Uh, the cost, I mean, the cost of a- adding on to a home is usually triple the amount of the square footage uh, of the cost. Uh, there's just there's just not a good reason to do that. So, uh, again, adding fireplaces in, things of that nature, we've seen people try to do that. Look, unless they're standalone situations, that's fine. Then maybe they're plug-ins, they look good. But as far as actually putting a fireplace in, that's happened a few times, and, and that doesn't work well either. So with that, uh, what we're going to be talking about the next segment is, is we're going to be doing a wrap-up, but we're also going to be talking about what we're gonna, uh, for next week, and you do not want to miss it. Hey, pick up my book. Just get the book right now. Go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com. Pick up the book. Get the book. Give it to a friend. You don't have to use me, but it has this information and much, much more. You've been listening to Ready, Set, Sold, and I will be right back after these messages. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt, and wow, do we cover a lot of things today. Uh, just kind of a recap of what we talked about. We talked about what you shouldn't be doing, and that is is trying to add more living space. Instead, improve the living space that you have. We talked about the idea of not doing a basement. Don't go in and spend 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 hours. We've seen too many situations. It happens more times than people know, and they just lose that type of money. And that's thirty, forty thousand dollars that's that's gone that could be spent for the next house that you're you're looking to buy or or who knows, maybe maybe this is your life savings and this is the money you're gonna need to to live on. So this is big stuff. Hardwood floors, the same thing is don't get into that trap of hardwood floors. Again, if your agents are telling you about hardwood floors, you need to get another agent. Uh they just do not have a payoff. It just doesn't work that way. Uh yes, it will sell the house faster, but Again, the numbers don't add up. You pay two thousand dollars with total, you know, total cost a month. Maybe it's, you know, your principal and interest, your taxes, your insurance, utilities. Uh, when you put HOAs, when you put all that into value, and you get a ten thousand dollar bill for hardwood floors, so you sell it in thirty days, you're more likely then to have an eight thousand dollar loss. And, and and look, that's just not something you, that any seller that we know of doesn't want to do. The the other part about that is kitchens and bathrooms and and again you heard the story about and if you didn't just to recap it you know how important that can be is matching what you already have and so the situation was it had a granite countertop but but it was a blue countertop and at one time maybe that was the color but by simply making that change and yes spending some some monies but again 
you know, updates, updates, updates. If you don't have those updates, you're going to be staying on the market and, and spending more and more time and spinning your wheels. But they just changed out. They, they brought the pros in, and they got it changed out. And within one day, they got it under contract. doesn't mean you'll have it one day, but I can tell you right now, uh, if you identify what the situation is, you'd be amazed how fast things can change. Um, seven to ten days uh, is not out of the question when you make a change. Um, it's just as simple as that. So those are the things we want to. And also the bathrooms and bedrooms. Again, work with what you have. Work with what you have. Don't be trying to look for extra bedrooms, spaces that you don't even have, or putting things where they don't belong. You know, just because you can put a bathroom in halfway of your utility room isn't the way to go. Okay, you're, again, you're taking half your utility room away. So there's a loss there too, and there's also the additional costs. So that's really important. So again, you want to find more information than just this? Go to readysetsold.org, get the free book, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, get the free book, no cost. It's great information that you can use. Next week on the show, I am really excited about this. I told you that we may be moving steps, and we're moving to step six. But what that boils down to is getting your house priced right the first time to get maximum dollar. And that is, that's a show that you're not going to want to miss. Hey, you know what? Go get the book. It's in the book. It'd even be more extensive. ReadySetSold.org, not.com. In the meantime, have a great Saturday and have a fantastic rest of the week. Bye-bye. <laughs>